بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لا حول ولا قوة إلا بالله العلي العظيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على سيدنا محمد وآله الطيبين الطاهرين لا سيما بقية الله في الأرضين جل الله تعالى فرجه الشريف وجعلنا من أعوانه وأنصاره اللهم أخرجني من ظلمات الفهم وأكرمني من نور الفهم اللهم افتح علينا أبواب رحمتك وانشر علينا خزائن علومك برحمتك يا أرحم الراحمين الحمد لله so far we have been able to address several important issues about the Quran. As promised uh, in the last session, we want to study another description of the Quran, and that is found in the Quran itself and in Hadith about the Quran being light. Uh, with this, inshallah, we will start uh, a discussion for several sessions. First is to see why the Quran is introduced as light. And then, inshallah, we will uh, start discussing how we can have good encounter with the Quran and benefit from the Quran some of the etiquettes that we have to observe with respect to the Quran. As you remember, I said that our main aim of this course is to know more about the Quran in order to appreciate better the Quran and benefit from the Quran in our spirituality. If, inshallah, time permits, then we may address some classic you know also issues like when was the Quran compiled and uh, different you know uh, ideas about who compiled it when was it compiled and this type of thing but those I will leave it for the later part so that if time is not enough at least we cover these things that I think are more important for our own personal development uh, some of you attended a series of lectures we had several years ago on self-building advanced in Islamic Center. And in those series, we had eight series on self-building advanced. Uh, we had first self-building, but then in the advanced one, we talked mainly about the concept of light. We talked about the concept of concept of light and those series are being published in a spiritual quest uh, so you can refer to the spiritual quest a summary of those sessions is also published in message of Thakalain, which is available now online the created light and the creative light so i am trying to summarize everything uh, so that uh, you g- take inshallah and have a you know, gist of it, but inshallah we can discuss it further if you like or if you can refer to the papers. In the Quran, 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses several concepts in order to explain the whole creation and even we can go further, not only the whole creation, the whole existence, including Allah himself. Because if it was just creation, it would not include Allah himself as creator. But there are some concepts that not only can describe the creation, they can also describe the creator. One of these concepts is the concept of haq. As we explained before, you remember we gave a system based on haq. One concept is the concept of hayat or life. One concept is the concept of light. Light is such an inclusive and all-embracing notion that it can be applied to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to all creatures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Also, it can be applied to the guidance, to the legislation, to the holy scriptures, to the outcomes of good actions. For all of them, you can use light. So creator and creation, legislator and legislation, all can be described using the concept of light. Sheikh Ishraq, Sheikh Shahabuddin Sohrawardi, as you know, has founded his whole philosophical system on the concept of light. Hikmatul Ishraq, the philosophy of illuminationism, is based on light. But he seems to mostly focus on the existential side of it, on the ontological side of it. But the Quran refers to both existential and the legislative side of it. In the Quran, we find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says he is light. In Surah Nur, which is chapter 24, Ayatul Nur, which is Ayat 35, so it's verse light in chapter light. I think this is the only time that the name of a verse and the name of chapter is the same. And this is Nurun ala Nur. So in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allahu Nuru Samawati wal Ard. He is the light of the heavens and the earth. Just this very brief sentence is full of ideas. Allahu Nuru Samawati wal Ard. It means, first, Allah is light. This is the first thing. Second, it also means that Samawat and Ard, skies and earth also have light. Because if they had no light, there is no point of saying Allah is the light of the skies and the earth. So they also have light. Third, 
Their light is not from themselves. Their light comes from Allah. Because Allahu nurus samawat So it means that samawat wal ard, they have light, but their light is from God. Okay? Their light is reflection of the light of God. So if sun is shining on something, on a surface, and that surface reflects light. Although you see that surface, you see it, it's bright, it's shining, but indeed that surface doesn't have light of its own. It's just reflecting the light of the sun, which is the source of light. So, as samawat wal ard, skies and the earth are reflecting the light of Allah. So, they are not dark, but they have light which is coming from God. So, it's like, you know, a kind of uh, borrowed light. Okay? It's not their own. Okay? But they have light. So, this is... Another point. Also, the other point that you should remember is that in such cases, when we say samawat wal ard, and we don't mention anything else, it often means everything. When you say samawat wal ard, and you don't say anything, it means everything. It's not that when we say samawat wal ard, then you say, so it doesn't include what is between them. No, it includes what is between them. It includes what is in dunya, what is in, I don't know, the form of uh, angels, spirits. Samawat wal ard here means everything created by God. So... Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the light of the skies and the earth. So he is the source and everything else is reflecting the light of Allah. And the difference between them is not because of the difference in the source, because the source is one. The difference is because of the difference they have in their capacity. Some objects can reflect more light. Some can reflect less. But because the source is one, okay? So if there are differences, it's because of their limitations. Is it clear? Like you have, I don't know, a waterfall, and you have different containers. They are all filled with water, but... Some of them have more, some have less. Waterfall has plenty. Actually, it's more than what they can contain. But they have limitations. Okay? So, in the creation, based on the capacities that they have, they have different amounts of light. And it seems that there is nothing in this world which is absolutely dark. It can all be understood from Allahun Rasamawatullah. Nothing in this world is absolutely dark. 
because absolute darkness does not exist. I mean the whole universe, the whole creation. There is nothing which is absolutely dark. Okay? Absolute darkness doesn't exist. Because everything is <coughs> created by God. So it's impossible to be created by God and have no light. Okay? Everything is a sign of God. You can use it, uh, yeah, put it in this way, sign of God. So every sign of God should have a reflection of God. So everything that you imagine, even Iblis, okay? Even Iblis, because it is existent and it is created by God, there is something of light in it. But because it's a kind of misorientation, so Iblis didn't benefit from the light that God had put in its creation. Uh, you know, for example, let me give you another example. If there is a bad movie or a book which is bad and can misguide, is it that because that movie, there is a problem in its creation or that book, there is a problem in its creation. No, there is no problem in the creation of that movie or in the creation of that book. Or is a person who is misguiding people, is it problem in the creation of that person? No. The problem is not in the creation. The problem is in misorientation. Otherwise, the same thing could function properly. The same person could function properly. Okay? So, anything which is created by God is at least in possession of some little light. Maybe some have more light. But whether we are benefiting from their bright side or we are facing their dark side is another issue. Okay? So something may only is misguiding us because we are facing the bad side of it. But maybe a person can, from the same thing that is misguiding for some people can take lessons and use for his own guidance. It's possible. Anyway, everything based on the capacity that it has, it has some level of light. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, in order to make this more understandable, because for us, it's almost impossible to really understand God. Okay? At least for the people who are not mukhlas, it's not possible to understand God properly. Yes, we can have some levels of understanding, and we should always refine it and refine it. But at the end, we have to be very careful. God is more than whatever you can imagine. You remember the hadith, Imam Baghr said, no matter how much you try to articulate 
your image of God and your understanding of God, it's still it's your creation. And it's sent back to you. Anyway, because the Quran is a book for guidance, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala many times brings examples and uh, parables so that we understand. You remember the ayah, لَقَدْ يَسَّرْنَا الْقُرْآنَ لِلذِّكْرِ فَهَلْ مِنْ مُدَّكِرِ Or لَقَدْ ضَرَبْنَا What was the ayah? Uh, I don't want to uh, miss, uh, recite. لِلنَّاسَ مِنْ كُلَّ مَسَلِ The ayah that we had it uh, last week. Anyway, Allah says we made example for everything in the Quran so that people understand it better. So here, the example is this. مَثَلُ نُورِهِ كَمِشْكَاتٍ فِيهَا مِصْبَحِ The example of the light of Allah, if you want to have some imagination, is like a mishkat. Okay? Mishkat is something that they used to have in, uh, in old buildings and maybe still, I don't know, in some heritage, you know, places you can find, you know, that there was a space in wall. They were, they, you know, they used to have very thick walls. Inside the wall, there was a space, I think it's called niche. And then on the both sides, there were glasses. But you could open like a window, put a light, a lamp inside, and then close it. The advantage was that people from both sides of the wall could benefit. Okay? So this shows that this was very beneficial light. This had great exposure. People from both sides could benefit. So that niche is called Mishkat, and that lantern or lamp is Misbah, and Zujaja is the glass which you used to cover. That glass was protection because maybe children, maybe, I don't know, wind, something could uh, damage the lamp. So the example of the light is the example of the niche inside which is lantern. And then that is inside the glasses. Now, this ayah is very beautiful, you know. Whenever you put glass in dunya around a fire or a lamp, this glass doesn't have any light yeah you see the light through it but it's not its own light and actually some of the light is absorbed by the glass it's not 100 percent transparent but it's one of the best materials that we have okay compared to other materials the transparency of glass is very high otherwise part of it will become uh, heat so it's not 100% efficient. And if you switch off the light, the glass is also dark because it doesn't have any light. Okay? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, this glass is different. Az-zujajatu, 
It is like a shining star. Just a glass. We are not yet talking about the light. Just the glass which is around that misbah is like shining a star. You know, a shining star, it has so much light that with such distance that it's between us and the star, still we can see it. Yeah? So this is the example of the glass. We need some oil to put in this lamp, in this light, in this lantern. This oil is not petrol. Petrol is something that smells, something which produces smoke, something you cannot you know, drink or eat, yeah, petrol. This is olive oil. It's olive oil, something that you can even use it for f as food. And it is from shajaratin mubarakatin zaytuna, from blessed olive tree. There is a relation between olive tree and light. Olive tree normally grows in those places that they have lots of sunshine. You know, in Mediterranean climate, you can have olive tree. Okay, because there is sunshine. And the best oil is produced when the olive tree is exposed to maximum sunshine. It's as if the olive is absorbing the light and the light is saved in its oil. When do you have the maximum exposure to sunshine for a tree? A tree can have maximum exposure when it is heading towards the middle of a sky. If the tree is leaning towards east or west, then one side of the tree cannot receive enough sunshine. Yeah? But if it's heading towards the middle, so half a day, one part and the next half, the other part, they receive sunshine. And the top, most of the day receives sunshine okay so this is why Allah says this olive tree is la sharqiyatan wala gharbiya it's not leaning towards east or towards it's leaning towards middle of a sky okay it is also maybe uh, referring to the concept of sirat mustaqim which is not leaning towards left or right Okay, when you have such blessed olive tree, which is not leaning towards east and west, then you have very pure oil. In dunya, 
even the best olive oil, okay, the best olive oil doesn't have light. So if you have the best olive oil in the room and you switch off the light, you cannot find it. Okay? But again here the example is different. Yakadu zaytuha yudhi' walaw lam tamsashu nar. This oil is so much invested with light that even before igniting putting on fire on it, it wants to shine, it wants to illuminate, okay? So the oil without putting on fire wants to give you light. The glass is shining a star, okay? Now imagine if the lantern is ignited, what happens? Nurun ala nur. It's light over light. Okay? So the only reason why some people cannot see this light is because it's too much for them. Yeah? Because too much they cannot see this light. They are not prepared for seeing this much light. Allah guides towards His light those that He wills. And of course, the will of Allah is not arbitrary. It's based on the performance of people, on the will and determination of people. Allah makes examples for people. Allah is aware of everything. Even this example with all the depths still is not able to explain what is the light of Allah. Yeah? Still it's just to simplify the issue. Otherwise, the light of Allah is much more than this. And actually, if you are careful, this light that you have here in the example is not the light which is Allah himself, is the light which is reflection of the light of Allah. Okay? Even the example is not for the light which is Allah, it's the light which is coming from Allah. This is one ayah. Inshallah, we will talk later about verse 36. Verse 36 is very important. Other than this ayah, there are two verses in the Quran that Allah mentions light of God. One is Surah Tawbah, Ayat 32. Yuriduna an yutfu nur Allah be'afwahihim. They want, they desire to extinguish the light of God with their mouth. Okay? Means they want to blow and extinguish the light of God. But Allah refuses except to complete his light. Okay? Even if those who are against the truth, even if they don't like it. Similar to this ayah is ayah number 8 from Surah Saf, which is chapter 61. 
very similar instead of yuriduna an yutfa'u it says yuriduna liyutfa'u nur allah bi afwahihim and instead of wayaballah illa an yutimma nura it says wallahu mutimmu nurahi but the idea is the same so there are people who want to extinguish the light of allah by blowing into it but allah would not allow except completion of his light literally if you want to explain the ayah it means that those who are opposed to light those who don't like light those who want darkness for themselves and other people they think they are able to extinguish this light by blowing into it but indeed by blowing into it they are not only unable to extinguish it but also allah would make his light even more it's like you know more oxygen is reaching <laughs> yeah those who are in darkness they cannot extinguish light okay in my understanding the only ayah that refers to the light which is allah himself is the verse 35 of surah an-nur these two ayah although it is says nurullah and nurahi but they don't refer to the light which is allah it refers to the light which is from god not the light which is allah why do you know why father yeah nurahi or nurallah but why this nurallah is not allah himself Yeah, because, because he says he is going to complete his light. Mutem or yotem, either esme fa'il or fa'il. The light which is Allah himself cannot be completed, cannot be strengthened, because it's absolute. So this is the light which is from God. This is the light of guidance. Okay? That can be available in different levels but the light which is allah himself there is no sense of completion because it's already perfect okay so the only ayah in the quran that i think refers to allah directly as light is allahu nurus samawati wal ard anything else it seems it's only referring to the light which is coming from god which is created by god which is given by god in surah an'am verse 1 the same idea that we understood from ayatun nur is explained about creation being on the basis of light Alhamdulillah alladhi khalaqa as-samawati wal ard wa ja'ala adh-dhulumati wan nur thumma alladhina kafaru bi rabbihim ya'dilun All praise is due to Allah who has created the skies and the earth 
and has made zulumat one nur. Zulumat is plural. Yeah, the plural for zulma. Nur is single. Although we sometimes have in Arabic, you know, we use al-anwar. Okay, in Arabic we use al-anwar. But in the exact Quranic sense, Nur is used in singular form because there is only one light. Darkness can be of different types, different nature. Light is only one. Why? Because light is coming from God and that is only one. But not to be turning towards God can be in different ways. Do you remember when we were talking about haq? I said haq is only one, but battle can be many. You remember? It's like uh, the shortest distance between two points. The shortest distance between two points is one. But there can be many indirect routes. Okay? So if you want to go from south to the north and you want to have the shortest there is only one way but if you want to go to other places and miss the opportunity of going to the north then you can go to many directions or if you want to take a more you know remote route you can take other but there is only one which is the shortest which is the best so light is only one okay and this is why religion is only one. Because religion is what? Is to face God, to move towards God. It's only one. Okay? But to be bad, to be misguided, to deviate, there are lots of options. Okay? So, Zulumat is plural, but Nur is singular. Ja'ala Zulumat wa Nur. It is interesting that the Quran doesn't say khalaqa dhulumat wal nur. Khalaqa samawat wal ard but waj'ala dhulumat wal nur. Why? Because darkness is not created. Okay? The skies and the earth are created. Khalaqa samawat wal ard. But when it comes to dhulumat wal nur it says ja'ala. He has made Darkness and light. Because darkness is, is lack of light. Yeah, like shadow. But since we don't have absolute darkness, so it's just lacking some level of light. Okay? It's a relative issue. When you compare something which has less light to something which has more light, then you say this is dark. Otherwise, we don't have absolute darkness. Like, for example, if there is no light at all, there is no shadow. When can be shadow? When there is some light. Okay? If there is no light, there is no shadow. In the night, you don't have shadow. Okay? So... There must be light 
And then there must be different levels of light. When we compare some levels of light to higher levels of light, we tell this is dark. But the same thing that it is dark compared to something which is lower is light. It's Azan? Okay, so inshallah we continue after Salat.